Barkley for Barzell. He's behind the defense. Matt Barzell scores! Away he goes. Horvath again. What a move by Horvath. Scores! Oh, Horvath! Bovillier breaking. What a move! What a play! What a goal! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Clapper Report, recording a day early. This is a special edition. Me and Damien's birthdays are in between this episode and the next one. So if you want to give us a quick shout out on our social media at the Clapper Report, T-H-E-C-L-A-P-P-E-R-R-E-P-O-R-T. I definitely think I spelled that wrong, but (laughs) it's okay. Uh, You get the picture. Welcome, guys. Again, um, crazy stuff this week crazy stuff chaos on broadway we're going to discuss the new york rangers and the washington capitals fiasco that uh happened we're going to talk about the new tv deal uh just a quick little thing that we had to mention uh then we're going to discuss the islanders and the canucks and uh see what they've been up to towards the end of the season and also going over our fantasy league yeah and remember before we start we are not elliot friedman yes please so. keep that in mind guys so, Damien, what you drinking over there? What's going on, man? Uh, drinking the Juicy Pebbles again. Uh, this is honestly the last one, finally. So you won't have to hear that come from me ever again. But, uh, hey, you know, it's a good one. It's a good one. I like it. Sick, sick. Um, so I, for the first time, I think, since we've uh, we've recorded, I am actually not drinking. I am. Uh... <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, I uh, smoked a bit beforehand. Okay, okay. And a uh, new place opened up by us and um, tried it out. Nice stuff. Uh, since it's now legal here, uh, crazy. So um, that's what I got going on. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you're enjoying that now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think a smile's left my face since I since you press record. So <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer going to uh, be the angry Canucks fan. It's going to be the. Uh... <laughs> the loose Canucks the, fan. I don't even know. Confused Canucks fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which honestly, this whole week, man, I feel like it's just been like, I feel like this week hasn't been real. Like, not even just with hockey, just like, I mean, specifically with hockey, but I mean, just in general, too. I feel like this week has gone like so bonkers. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been crazy. And uh, a short week, obviously, we're recording now on a Thursday, not a Friday night. So uh, it definitely feels off, but uh, my weekend has begun. So I'm I'm quite excited to put this week behind us. Did you take um did you take yes tomorrow off of work? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good it was a it was a last minute decision. Honestly, I, I threw a Hail Mary out to my boss on like Monday and I was like, Oh, um, I was kind of hoping to see if I could take off on Friday. You know, I apologize for the late notice. And she's like, Oh, not a problem. And I was like, What? I was totally expecting a little bit of kickback, but hey, nothing. So we'll take that. Nice little early birthday gift. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go into work on my birthday. I think the, the kids at the school are like making me stuff. So that's pretty cool. So yeah. I got that to look forward to at least. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're excited. I would have just been sitting in my room all day, locked in isolation, staring yeah. at the monitor. So it's not like I was really missing out the uh, the activities of work on your birthday. Yeah, which I mean, I missed last year because my birthday was on a Saturday last year. But oh, dude, that's why I know mine's technically on a Saturday too. But I figured I'd take the day before off. No, yeah, why not? Then you can get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <basically. laughs> um. So 
what you got for uh the hardcore song of the week yeah man so while i've been in the gym uh i've been listening to like hardcore like playlists because uh i've been getting kind of tired of my music to be honest with you and it sounds like i say it a lot where i get like just bored and i just try to find and branch out and find new music uh so i've been listening to uh this spotify curated playlist i think i mentioned that like one of the last times Anyway, there's a song called A Trigger Full of Promises from a band called Walls of Jericho. And uh, it caught my attention because it reminded me of Jericho from WWE back in the day. <laughs> and so that's why I was like, oh, let me check it out. And uh, really cool song. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like Stick to Your Guns type, mm-hmm. um, which is a band that I, I really, really do enjoy, especially seeing them live. So uh, Walls of Jericho, pretty fun band. And uh, I definitely do recommend this song to all of you folks out there listening. Yeah, I got to check them out. Because I've definitely heard the band, but, uh, you know, never really listened to them. Yeah, Um, I mean, they've they've definitely flown under my radar. But uh, I see you got a bit of a a classic over there. What's going on with your song? Yeah, I got a classic. Um, Honestly, uh, it's the band that first got me into, like, harder music. it's Rage Against the Machine, uh, the song Revolver. It's off of um, their album Evil Empire, and they, and they just hit like its 25 year uh, anniversary. And yeah, um, they were definitely like the first band that I listened to that was um, more like harder and everything. Because I mean, like the uh, singer just like raps a lot, basically. Um, but like the oh, dude, their music is so fun to play. Like to just ha- to sit on my bass and just play uh, their songs. They're really fun um Dude, I, I, was looking, I was musically inclined to do so <laughs> i mean I, I never said i was good at it but <laughs> um but you know they, they were gonna have i'm not sure if it's still going on but uh like a a tour going on this summer and um i know tickets were being released for it and it was like 300 dollars for like floor seats and i'm like i yeah. am not comfortable with that yet <laughs> I, actually, I actually think my mom's going really yeah she uh she actually trolled me the other day while I was downstairs grabbing like breakfast or something. And she goes, Oh, you know, you're the, you, you know, me and you were going to that Rage Against the Machine concert, right? And I was like, I mean, I, I don't recall you ever telling me I was going, but she was like, No, like I have tickets, but like you're the one who was coming with me, right? And I was like, I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll go. And then uh, she eventually came to her senses and realized that she was going with somebody else and that uh, it was another show that she mistaked it for. But uh, I got pretty excited for a few minutes. Damn. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think that I'm at that point, especially because, like, I wouldn't want to go in the seats for Rage. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I would have to go in the pit, you know? I mean, hey, if it was free and my mom was bringing me along, hell, I'm going. But that's very true. But, but yeah, $300 for four seats. At a con- I'm used to paying 20 bucks, so for real $20 and uh $20 of 5 PBR spelled on you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're hanging out with me. No, I'm kidding. But uh <laughs> <laughs> But I got to say man, what a what a weird week for hockey. I mean, relatively outside of one major 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 storyline that we're of course going to dissect here for a little bit. Um it's been relatively slow outside of it, you know? So I'm, I'm glad that this is happening. Um, you know, obviously, I'm sure the listeners here know about the Rangers and capital situation, but uh, I guess we can give our little spin on it and, how, you know, what we think. 
But, yeah, um, you know, I think I think it, uh, that the lack of news in the league is partly due to like most of the uh, the playoff spots already being clinched right now, right? I mean, I think all I think there's only four spots in total for playoffs, um, like left to clinch, and yeah. so it's like a lot of teams are just plowing through the end. They got like four games left. Um, no, yeah, I mean, so- that, that's a great point. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if the last episode, you know, I'm getting my times all mixed up, but. DeAndre's clinched a playoff spot. I don't know if we've ever covered that yet. Did we? Because did we? I feel like we did. I feel like we did, but I also remember it was against the Rangers, right? So I think that was Saturday's game. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. So I mean, hey, we're gonna wait for a little bit to talk about the Islanders, but the Islanders clinched their playoff spot, baby. So um, that's pretty exciting. Um, gonna talk a little bit more about that later. My thoughts of what they can do, but um. Yeah, like you mentioned, a lot of it's been pretty much filled. So it's kind of boring, you know, but we definitely had our entertainment this week. I think a little bit more than we have in the recent past couple of weeks. But uh, you think you're ready to jump into it now? You want to talk about the Tom Wilson versus the New York Rangers? Yeah, uh, let's go for it. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, um, well, I guess- where do we even start? <laughs> like. Well, I guess what we will do is I I have it broken down for every major instance here. So I think we'll just basically say what happened, you know, give everybody knows what happened, but you know, we don't want to leave anybody in the dark. And then uh, you know, we'll just give our quick thoughts on each one. What do you think? Yeah, it sounds good with me. All right. So first it starts off. Let's set the stage. Monday night, Islander uh, Rangers versus <laughs> versus Capitals. Um, I think it was a pretty chippy game, but, um, it got to a point to where, um, the capitals, right. They were in, in their zone and, um, Oh God, Bushnevich was on, down on the ice and Tom Wilson was basically on top of him, like punching him in the back of the head slash neck area. And, uh, it was really uncalled for, but, um, I don't know. I guess he was like in the crease messing with their goaltender so he he in his mind he was defending them and it was like a chippy game so they were already going at the bits at each other so i don't know a little bit of a weird situation but uh panarin tries to step up and uh you know give tom wilson the work which you know i panarin great great hockey player but i don't think he's a great fighter so i don't know what he was really thinking there Anyway, one thing lets another his bucket was off and he grabs him tom wilson grabs panarin by the hair chops him by the legs, pulls him down on the ice. And like, it's a pretty scary fall, right? Like his like neck and head area first hitting the ice. I mean, I think his shoulder hit the ice too. And if it wasn't for that, there could have been a really, really serious injury. Uh, but nonetheless, Panarin is now out for the rest of the season. I think it's like three games on an eliminated Rangers team. So I'm sure he probably could have came back, but they figure, Hey, rather be safer than sorry. And just shut you down for the rest of the season. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and I think it's just like such a uh, a cowardly move. Like, like so, it's one thing to be holding Bushnevich Bushnevich down, right? While um, while he's like near the goaltender, poke checking. It's one thing to hold him for a second, right? Because because I know that players do that to stop um, to get to keep them getting up and like causing more havoc. But it's like his arms were down at his sides, head facing like or like facing down on the ice, arms to his sides. There is no reason for Wilson to start punching at his head, right? There is absolutely no reason, and I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what goes through your head. I get it, like protecting the goals under, but there's no, there's no need for that, right? Yeah. 
Um, I, I agree with that sentiment because it, it, he was like at that point defenseless at that point, and, and you're hitting a guy with his, with his face like stuck in the ice and you're punching him right on his neck like your closed fist punching him right on right on like the back of his like neck head area like it's just it that's not a good spot to be playing around with and it, it could have gotten a lot worse than it was like tell me that's not intent to injure oh clearly was and uh i mean but uh my my kind of question i don't want to say question mark but like my problem with the situation was what with happened with Panarin because I get yeah. like it was a scrum and you know Panarin might have initiated it but like pulling hair is like a no-go in like MMA fighting pulling hair to like gain an advantage on him in a fight is like a no-go in like even street fights you know uh and 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 in doing so you, you put him in a very vulnerable spot going like you know, a star player head first into the ice. Like, like you could end his career with a, with a head injury, you know, a concussion could take him out for a substantial amount of time and, and do a crazy amount of damage to, to the person's brain and livelihood, you know? So uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I really didn't like that part more than I didn't like the Buchnevich parts, which I know kind of sounds crazy. A guy punching a guy down on the ice. Well, no, I didn't even get to that part. Yeah, oh, sorry. exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but no, it's okay. Cause it, I mean, I think you highlighted some really good points. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is that there was a conscious effort to remove Panarin's helmet, not fight him, right? Not to fight him, but to rip his helmet off so he could throw him down to the ice, you know, yeah. throw him down to the ice without a helmet on, like basically make sure that there's going to be head contact with the ice, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that, like, cut and dry like you watch the clip like that's that's what you see and especially for the for the player he is and you know we'll, we'll cover this a little bit more you know on the on the on the next subject here but we we all know who tom wilson is i think there's people who don't even watch hockey who know who tom wilson is for for the reasons being that he's just a dirty guy who's been in this situation more than a couple of times at this point of of injuring people (laughs) yeah i mean you know and it's just like if this was his first um like offense then i would say oh okay but you know it's he has been suspended multiple times what is it like seven times or something i think yeah well i mean i guess we can move on quick so the league the next day goes ahead and decides to only find tom wilson five thousand dollars for going any idea of suspension and i I don't agree in the least bit i I think justin can agree with me there well so i also i I, one thing i forgot to mention before was that you know and i think again it shows intent to injure and intent on basically being a dick um is the fact that he was posing in the penalty box right oh yeah that fucking pose that he was doing yeah, like it, that just shows off. that there. Yeah, yeah that just shows that there's no remorse. There was intent to injure, and the league decides to give him a fine of five thousand dollars, which is chump oh, change. Dude, right? an- another thing that I, I I forget to mention is the cap social media team. <laughs> Did you see what they were posting during all of this? Yeah, it's fucking pathetic, honestly. Dude. One of, one of their posts was, um, and there it's like a, I guess a trend on Twitter right now is they take a picture of something and then uh, 
they like bracket it off to tell you like, oh, this portion of him, Tom Wilson, a great goal scorer. The next is like fighter or something or, or rent free in everybody's head, I think is what their post said. It's a now deleted post, so you can't find it. But uh, I don't know. The, and, oh, and they and they and the Capitals chose violence today. So I, I don't know. It, it's just it's it's disgusting, you know. I mean, just think, just think somebody's getting paid more money than we'll make to do a shitty thing like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I certainly hope it's an unpaid intern. (laughs) I mean, but I hope it's nobody getting a paycheck, but, but you're right. I, they, they probably are getting paid, probably paid a lot more than you and I, you know, and it's just, to me, it's just, it's just so fucked up. Like how I'm sorry. Like, I get it. I get scrums. I get chippiness. I love that in the game, right? I love that shit. But it's like, that's just scumbag behavior, right? And the fact that so many Capitals fans are defending it, or at least least a lot of fans I saw defending it. It's like how, like, I'm sorry. Fucking, like, Elias Pedersen could have done that, and I would, I would have been like, this is disgusting. Holy shit. Like, it's like, I, I don't get it. You know, you could take my favorite player and I would be like, wow, that is scumbag behavior. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's, it's not a good look in the least bit. And um, especially for the fucking social media team, the capitals official Twitter coming out and doing this, like, come on. And then get it was a just grip. a deleted you tweet. They didn't even like say anything after the fact it was just a deleted tweet. So, I mean, <sighs> think what you want about it, but I, I, I don't like that. Um, but yeah, so speaking of Twitter, after after all this has happened, um, the Rangers organization, their Twitter, official Twitter, after seeing that it was only a fine and not a suspension, um, actually, while we're here, I may as well bring up the tweets. That way I can read it word for word rather than just paraphrasing. All right. Jesus Christ, they post a lot. Do you want me to read it? Oh, if you have it, sure. Yeah. Um. You want me to read the the statement? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, I'm scrolling. I should have been prepared. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um. So this is from the statement from the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that the Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these types of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety or Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions caused an injury to Artemi Panarin that will prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by NHL head of player safety, George Peros, and believe that he is unfit to continue in his current role. Really quick. They forgot the Y in Artemi's name, but anyway, <laughs> I, dude, I hate the Rangers. I wish nothing but bad things for Rangers most times especially when they're versus the Islanders. But I got to say, I, I really commend the ownership of the Rangers organization, um, James Dolan, basically, and, you know, all those advisors and stuff like that for, for them sticking up for their team, you know, sticking up for their players. And um, I'm sure Panarin and I'm sure the other players in that organization feel happy and blessed that they have guys standing behind them like that. Oh, without a doubt. I, I agree 100% with this statement. I mean, like, Tom Wilson, how many times? So the last time this happened, I, my exact words were, get this guy out of the league before he seriously hurts somebody, before he, like, ends someone's career. Get him out. There's no place. Like, 
I get it. You know, you want a goon, you want a guy who's a hard guy who, who could fight, you know, but like, look at guys like Matt Martin, look at guys like Chara, look at guys like that where they're tough no, guys. No, don't bring, don't bring Chara into this. Fuck Chara. Chara is a scumbag as well. I, I'm just going to flat out say that. Fuck Zidane uh, Chara. I know, but like he, he's definitely not the caliber of Tom Wilson. I don't think Chara should have been. No, he's him. directly under him. He, yeah, he might be, but he, he's not He's not quite at the level of where I want to say get him out of the league yet. And um, yeah, I mean, especially for a repeat offender and looking at that, looking at that at face value, like in a vacuum with him outside of it. All right, maybe not a suspension. Maybe the 5,000 makes sense. But the fact that this is what seven or eight times at this point, and how many times have you suspended him? Like you have yeah. to, you have to suspend him. You have to. If that's what your is one of your big thing is, oh, we take the the past into consideration with our with our uh, you know with our rulings. Like then then fucking sus- suspend him. I mean we're at, we're at this point now where where <laughs> we're just going back on your word. It doesn't make sense. So I a hundred percent believe it or not agree with the Rangers statement at this at this point in time. I mean, you know, the biggest thing for me with um, <laughs> with the department of player safety and being about player safety, it's the fact that like George Peros, who's like the head of it, has a, 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 a clothing company, you know, Violent Gentleman Hockey Club, you know, like oh, yeah, when he's known for being a fucking goon, like, come on. Yeah, man. And it's like, dude, like. You're not out for the fucking player safety. Like, I mean, like, I listen, I again, I understand that if this was a player who doesn't have a history, they wouldn't have been suspended like this. Right. Or they wouldn't. I'm sorry. They wouldn't have been suspended in general. And, and I don't think it's a generally suspendable offense, but it's the fact that it's Tom Wilson. He's a repeat offender for his whole career. I mean, like. I don't know what in the eight years he's been in the league, he <clears throat> has had like seven suspensions. One of them yeah. being 20 games that he had to appeal down to 14. I mean, this is obviously a dangerous guy, you know, and it's like, that's what I don't understand. They say that they take repeated hit, uh, repeat offender um, into consideration, like repeat offenses into consideration. But where was that here? Where was that in this uh, instance, you know? Yeah, no, it, it was completely ignored and thrown thrown out the window. So such a missed call from them. Like I, I I have to think now, you have to think now that they maybe regret their decision and not suspending him, right? Well, we can get to that. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Well, one, sure. one thing one thing that at last the last thing that I want to say um is that um, you know, Alex Edler got two games for his knee on knee. Yeah. Uh, which looked a lot more incidental than this fucking thing but people wanted to go back like nine years and saying edler's a dirty player and that's what like a repeat offender but they don't want to look at ridiculous yeah so okay (laughs) moving the story along here um i believe now we're jumping to tuesday right or tuesday or is it or was this wednesday all right no no so tuesday they released a statement then wednesday now is game day against the capitals later on but we're still yeah. in the morning here and they release or fire, I guess is the proper term. The president, team president, John Davidson and the general manager, Jeff Gordon. Yeah. And a surprising twist in this whole entire thing. They, they fire these two guys like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, 
my first instinct was that it was because of the statement but i think that you were texting me about it then is that it's like maybe it has to do with uh ownership wasn't on board but it turns out that the gm the gm wasn't on board with it you know no it wasn't yeah i i I mean, it, once the news initially broke, it was all speculation. Nobody knew what the hell was going on. And then uh, a couple of guys started to, to to make it pretty clear as to kind of what happened. And Jesus, man. I, yeah, it seems like the general manager and the president um, were very quick to try and clear their names with other GMs around the league, saying that they had no involvement with the statement, that it was strictly from the owners. And, uh, you know, they wouldn't have approved it if it was given to them. Which is, I mean, that's kind of chicken shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. But at the same time, it's not worth getting fired over. Right. Well, so, and then added to the, allegedly the, the, the story goes, James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks and the Rangers, he said, um, or whoever said that they were strictly fired based upon the, the, um, the play of the team that he wasn't happy with where the team was at. I mean, for a team that's in a rebuild for them to make the playoffs last season, granted it was because of COVID bubble and whatnot. And then this season just barely missed the playoffs. I feel like they were in a, (laughs) in a decent spot for a rebuild. I mean, wouldn't you agree there? I mean, you know, at least in the Vancouver circle, people look at the New York Rangers and say, this is what our rebuilds should have been, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's just funny to me because what if Jim Benning was the was the um the GM of the New York Rangers, and it's like, um, what's called because our like supposed rebuild has taken like seven years and it hasn't worked. So well, you know what I I I will say this now: fire Jim Benning, hire Jeff Gordon to to do this. Well, job. I was gonna yeah, I was <laughs> definitely gonna talk about that in the Canucks part. Okay. Um, I'm stealing but, uh, thunder, but uh, no, it's yeah, okay. Man. Yeah, definitely. But like, um, it should be it should be happening. Let's make this happen. All right. Yo, uh, people are already on it. Um, okay, but so, okay. uh, what's it called? But yeah, you know, for me, it's like they said it was for performance related reasons and that he expected the team to do better. One, I don't think anybody expected this Rangers team to be a playoff team. I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't expect them to be a playoff team, right? Especially in this division. Two, like this is year three of a rebuild. And he was said it's taking too long. Dude, how long do you think a rebuild takes? It's not the NBA, you know? where you can flip your team around in a year, right? Yeah. I mean, the NHL takes like a, a bit of time to become a contender, usually, right? No, 100%. Like, I don't know. I think that um, the impatience uh, really cost them a good GM. And well, now they have... It's That's that's not the reason. Because if that was the reason, you would wait the three games that they had to play. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, if you're taking like, it like... It, it, if you're taking what he's saying, yeah, yeah, if you're taking, yeah, but it, it, that's it's clearly not. Maybe, maybe it was a factor in it, and then it was like, a, all right, we were gonna do it anyway. Now that you're doing this bullshit, we're just gonna pull the trigger now. Yeah, but like uh, that, that's insane. That that there has to be way more to the story than we know at this point. But um, but I mean, also let, let, let's say it's true. I mean. What would Panarin think? You know, oh, my GM is running around saying that uh, he doesn't agree with that statement that we made, like, as a team. Like, I don't know. And, and would you want guys running around trying to cover their asses for, for what you say? Like, I don't know. 
I mean, you, you don't want to, you want to be all on the same page and especially on such a, a, a serious subject like this. I think, I think you want the, the entire ship on, uh, you know, on, on the right track or in the same track, I should say, whether or not it's right, who knows, but. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were trying to distance themselves that way. Um, what happened to the Rangers um, later on, which we will discuss uh, didn't affect them. I mean, I don't know, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I know you watched it. I missed it because I couldn't find it. Uh, I eventually did find the game and I, I, I got to see a little bit of the fireworks, but uh, I yeah, definitely the missed second, the show. Yeah. The second that I uh, left class, I went downstairs and I said to my dad, I go, I go, Oh, they're playing. They're playing the capitals. They're playing the capitals. Cause my dad's a Rangers fan. And, um, and he was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't think the, anything's going to happen. Cause the Rangers aren't really, you know, as we pointed out, they're not really like a tough team, right? Especially cause they traded Brendan Lemieux. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, um, what's it called? Yeah, so me and my dad sat down. We were watching. I was eating dinner. And uh, literally, first second, three fights happened. A semi-line brawl, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, man, I, I tell you, I, I feel like I haven't seen one of those in so long. It, dude, it felt like the Islanders and Pens back in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really looked like an old uh, – um, Colorado Avalanche and Detroit Red Wings game, you know, like, uh, man, that was just, it was nuts to see three fights in the first second. Um, it doesn't get much better than that. Oh no. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm trying to get up, um, the penalties and the fights, like who fought. I don't really think it matters too much exactly who, but, um, about a minute later, after those three fights settle up, uh, Tom Wilson takes his first shift, and he is um, met with booze. The second that he gets on the ice, like the 1,800 fans, and definitely more than that, but uh, the fans in the garden are all booing, and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. And the second that he touches the puck, Brendan Smith comes over, drops his gloves off, and starts swinging at him. Um Brendan Smith held his own for somebody who doesn't really fight too much. But, um, I mean, Tom Wilson, I think, won the fight. But, you know, whatever. Oh, 100%. They lack any type of physicality on that team. Yeah. Um, so, Tom Wilson did win the fight. Um, but props to Brendan Smith. He went after Tom Wilson. That's not an easy uh, task to do, you know. Um, then, a couple minutes later... I think it was Lars Eller and Ryan Schrom that dropped the gloves right off the face-off. Um, and then literally like the next face-off, like the play did, like play clock didn't even go down a second. Another fight happened. And here we are looking at five fights in the first, I'm sorry, six fights in the first four and a half minutes of the game. Um, insanity. Yeah, it's complete insanity. The, uh, the social media was loving it. I was I was loving it. I was bugging out. I was texting Damien all about it. I go, holy shit, you need to fucking turn this game on. Because I figured you weren't watching, but I was like, I was like, you need to fucking turn this shit on. Um and um oh, yeah. me and my dad were loving it. Um and uh so then qu- quite clearly it comes, you know, the refs lost control of the game, definitely, right? Um, so they start throwing people out like for misconducts they start giving 10 minute misconducts sit them out for the rest of the period if they start to instigate anything else um and you know uh chara got one wilson got another i think 
Kyle Rooney got one for mimicking Tom Wilson's pose from the other night. Um, you know, anything they the the refs once those six fights happened, they were like, they're like, nope, you need to play some hockey. Get like, we got to stop this right now. And uh, you know, rightfully so. I mean, there's a time and a place, and you know, you can't have just a complete brawl, you know, through the whole uh, game, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, and uh, Tom Wilson and Bushenovich were uh, chipping back and forth at each other, and uh, the Capitals sent Tom Wilson to the locker room, and um, this. Which was such a lie. Oh, well, well, of course it's fake. Yeah, they said he had an upper body injury. Of course it's fake. He's fine. They just didn't want any more of the... Uh, or the refs probably were like, yo, get this guy off the ice. Like, you yeah, know? That's, that's definitely what happened. Or I, uh, From what I read, apparently Peros was in attendance at the game. No, he was he was about to be. Um, oh, but he eventually never yeah, went? Yeah, he, he didn't go like the last, like, you know, couple, like, couple okay. hours beforehand. Um. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, so then, Ushenovich. Um, oh, dude. So, Anthony Mantha, fresh Washington newcomer, uh, decides to start getting chiffy with Ushenovich, right? Um, the two of them start battling a little bit. Uh, Mantha starts tapping the back of uh, Bushenovich. And Bushenovich, I can't even lie, he was doing this all game. Um, you know, he kept... He kept giving little slashes. He gave a couple slashes to Wilson. Oh yeah, I mean this this entire like interaction because I remember watching it live. Like I down on the other end of the ice, I thought they were gonna fight just because they just kept going back at each like Mantha and Buchnevich. They were just going back and forth at each other. Yeah, and um and Buchnevich didn't want to drop. He just wanted to keep slashing. Um, and so Mantha keeps tapping him, tapping him, tapping him. Buchnevich is skating away. So uh. All of a sudden, they meet up. They start skating towards each other, and Bushenovich <laughs> takes his stick, cross checks Mantha's face, um, and I, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I thought it was gonna get so much worse. Yeah. Um, from that point on, I thought we were gonna have a complete like line brawl again. Um, no, that was bad though. Like that was bad. Say. That was a bad look. Um, but and, you also, know, like, I, if you watch the clip, like, you can see Mantha going for a cross-check as well. He's just going for it a little, little bit lower. So, I Well, mean, there's a difference between cross-checking somebody and cross-checking their face. Well, he, I, I'm just trying to say that Buchnevich got his stick higher than him. Obviously, it hit him in the face terrible. It was, uh, that's not that's not good at all. But I, I, if Mantha, was, like, was going at it first, he probably would have been in the neck head area too. So, like, they're both dirty fucks. But, I mean... This is terrible, that cross-check. Yeah, I mean, I remember just looking at it and being like, that's a suspension right there. Yeah, I mean, outside of this entire situation, no matter who it is, first-time offender, that is easily, without a doubt, a suspension. Without a doubt, yeah. I I mean, I couldn't imagine a world where you don't get suspended for that. But I also couldn't imagine a world where you don't get suspended for punching a defenseless player in the head while they're on the ground defenseless again. I know. Um, I, I, I don't understand, though. Like, I mean, I get it. I get it. Social media. Like, as soon as they announced it, you knew that people were going to complain. Wait, like, about what? Bushnevich getting a getting a suspension. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you knew that he was going to get. Did we say that yet? Am I jumping ahead again? 
You know, I didn't think that we did, but I definitely also think that we did. But so, yes, Bushanovich got it came out today. Yeah, yeah he uh, got a game suspension. Game. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we're not going to third place today, but hey. Um, no, I might he, take another Ripski. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I knew social media was going to be mad. You know, I knew they were going to bug out, but it's fair. It had to happen. You know, that, you know, that had to happen, that suspension. So glad that it did glad that they didn't just like ignore it because of, because of the situation but um well that's the thing i mean you know this was the right call ultimately right um it it's just it just sucks that they fucked up the um the yeah, wilson call yeah you know i this was definitely a suspendable act and i, I mean i said it to my dad and we were talking about it today and he was like it's bullshit um nah, and i go i don't think it's bullshit that he got suspended i think it's bullshit that Wilson didn't get suspended. And he's like, yeah, 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 I guess you're right. Um, but you know, so that was bonkers. Um, also something that we need to say is that the New York Rangers for their statement that they made were fined $250,000, which I mean, listen, I, uh, I expected it. I can't even lie. Yeah. That's another thing that we saw coming from a mile away. Yeah, I mean, you know, and as unfair as it as it is, you know, I mean, you should be able to speak out on injustices that the league, uh, or not that the league, but like, I mean, I guess the league, that any association with the league, you should be able to pinpoint and identify and be vocal about any injustice or the lack of doing their job. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. like there, I know that there's a joke online about the wheel of justice, you know, with the department of player safety, but that shouldn't be a fucking joke. Like that shouldn't have to be a joke because they should be consistent. You know, they should have these rules and, you know, you should be disciplined accordingly. And it just continues to be a mockery of player safety in it. And, you know, you, you have these teams and these players that are now taking, uh, justice into their own hands there's a bunch of vigilantes and on the ice and like while it makes for entertaining hockey at the end of the day you know it's dangerous oh but yeah definitely I, but i also think that's what the league wanted yeah i mean, I mean they wanted the game it. they wanted the game to police itself but definitely i mean look and look they they definitely saw the writing on the wall for it to happen right they they were not surprised and they definitely condone it you know i mean it's a wednesday night rivalry hockey night right like i was looking for the game on msg because you know long island and the rangers like it's part of msg it was on fucking nbcsn and like yeah. that it, like regional games are never broadcasted on there right and so the fact that it was on there i go okay wednesday night hockey rivalry night they're trying to play this up you know and it's like and they, they did they didn't disappoint they you know i mean i don't know I mean, and it was big for the league. Let's be real. I mean, everybody's talking about it. everyone is talking. Everybody about was it. watching it too. Everyone was watching, but anybody who was involved in sports at all was watching or talking about it. Like Pat McAfee, all of like Barstool, all of ESPN, all of TSN. Yeah, and obviously, that's what I was gonna say every influencer who's like involved in the sports league or sports in general was talking about it. It was trending everywhere. Like. There were, I was seeing TikToks today with like a couple hundred thousand likes on it, which is unheard of for a hockey post. And it's just like, it was big news. So, you know, it, it was big for the league. Whether or not it's argued that, hey, is this bad for the league? Is it good for the league? I think undoubtedly it's great for the league. You know, um, 
it shows that the players stick up for each other, that, you know, there's a physical aspect to this game and that, uh, you know, sure, you know, what happened with the NHL was bad, like them not finding, uh, not suspending him, not getting rid of him, honestly, but, you know, it, it, it showed the, uh, the true spirit of the sport and maybe that is what the NHL wanted, you know, and if that was honestly marketing geniuses, they did a great job. But at what cost though? You know what I mean? Well, $250,000 to the Rangers organization. And an injured superstar who's... And no president and GM. <laughs> yeah. Basically the whole entire Rangers organization. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I still think that the firing is nuts. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think that, like, after all the dust settles and, like, this is soon a, a lone afterthought of, like, you know, the fighting and everything like that. Uh, this firing is is mind-boggling, you know? Yeah. And it's going to be the one with the long-lasting effects. Yeah, I know. Man, we're going to be talking about this for a long time, I feel like. And I think this is going to carry over next season, like the rivalry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it will. So. I hope to see it next season, them fighting each other. Yeah. Um. So moving on into lighter news uh, for next year, the new TV deal, as we mentioned previously, ESPN and, TN- and TNT yeah. um, are both going to be the players uh, for broadcasting. Uh, apparently, ESPN has interest in bringing Wayne Gretzky into a broadcasting role, and both ESPN and TNT have interest in Kevin Weeks as a broadcaster, which I got to say, I love the Kevin Weeks thing. I think I mentioned it when we were discussing this, right? I love Kevin Weeks. I think he's an awesome addition to any broadcasting team. However, Gretzky, I'm not sure about, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Gretzky's definitely getting up there in age. Maybe I I actually, I recently watched him hold an interview with Connor McDavid and he seemed pretty fluid in the conversation. He's seen pretty, you know, it's not like, oh, my God, we're watching this boring old man. Like, he he actually brought a lot to the table during that video or interview. So I kind of liked it. I mean, obviously, it's going to be different and, you know, live come time to, to yeah. live broadcast. But, you know, maybe like a – I don't even know where you'd bring him in, right? <laughs> like, I'm probably like some random color commentator every once in a while, maybe steps into the booth. Like, oh, when you're playing NHL 21 and, and – uh Snoop Dogg steps in for a few. No, minutes. no, no. <laughs> Talk to him there. No, but uh, one, I, I think that he would be good. For, I mean, that he could be. He has the potential to be good for like intermission reports, right? And um, maybe like pregame or postgame stuff, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. But where he'd be like Butch Goring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, everyone loses their mind with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Um, but. But who knows? I mean, time will tell. I mean, we don't know how he is in a broadcasting role, you know? Yeah. I mean, and if he can be consistent with it. Because, I mean, it's definitely not an easy job, you know? And just because you're the best at hockey ever doesn't mean you're going to be the best broadcaster, right? No, definitely. But he definitely has a bunch of stories, and he definitely has a bunch of insight and records to back him up. So definitely give him the shot. I mean, I think this will be realistically the first time he's really been involved with that, no? I mean, not that I know of. Yeah, I mean, it'll just be funny because I feel like anytime draft season will come along, he'll be like, oh, that 
Oh, that Carter, uh, Connor Bedard kid. He reminds me a lot of myself yeah. when I was a kid, except uh, I was a bust and he's a lot better, you know, like that kind of thing. It's yeah. just like, I know we're probably gonna hear a lot of shit like that, but I mean, like, you know, it, it, it honestly beats, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who it beats, to be honest. Yeah, but. I mean, we'll have to just see his involvement, and I, I hope it works out. Uh, that'd be and great. That's it, and that's even if he does um, get the job, right? I mean, I think he has a job. It's if he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what it would come down. Having Wayne Gretzky be on, you know, involved with the ESPN's involvement or TNT, you know, I think he has a job. I think it's just a matter of fact if he wants to do it or if it's enough money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Anyway, anyway, your favorite team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Fuck Vegas. Have a stud in net, a long storied goaltender named Mark Andre Fleury, who now scoots into third in all times wins by a goaltender. Yeah. I mean, uh, I hate the Golden Knights, but I love Mark Andre Fleury, right? Um, I feel like he's always been like one of the best goaltenders in the league, but never gets the credit that he deserves. I mean, unfortunately, I have to agree with you only because he played against the Islanders for a fair share of his career and it sucked. <laughs> um, he was a great goaltender. Um, but yeah, you're right. I feel like he, at least, at least lately, like everything within, uh, being in Vegas, everything that's happening with, you know, Laner and everything like that, maybe trying to take his job. Yeah, he doesn't get the respect that he definitely deserves. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. And over his career, he's got 255 goals against 913 save percentage. I mean, that's that's pretty good, honestly. And that's Insane. in uh, that's in 881 games played. So, uh, nuts. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there's also people that are suggesting that he can hit number one by the time that he retires. Do you know how, dude, he needs to have 201 more wins. Yeah, I mean, he's playing for a great team, so maybe it'll be possible with them, but I he highly keep, doubt. Yeah, no. If he were to keep up this the same win percentage, man, like he – I don't know. It, it wouldn't – you know, he would have to be playing until he's like 44, 45, <laughs> which I don't think Flurry's going to be able to do. No, certainly not, especially being an elite goaltender in the league. Yeah, so – I mean, that was just something that I thought that we should mention just because, uh, you know, props, props. Yeah, yeah, respect to him. Great job. Um, uh, another thing that I, I just want to mention real quick, it's actually not hockey-related before we get into the Islanders and Canucks, um, is did you see, I mean, I sent it in our group chat, Jake Paul taking Floyd Mayweather's hat. Dude. <laughs> I, I, you know, I said it, I said it, I think, the other day in another <laughs> chat, like, I hated the Paul brothers. I hate them. I, even now, I think I, I think I can say I hate them. But I still do. Dude, what, they're, was... what they're doing with that shit and like boxing and making millions and millions of dollars, you got to tip your hat to them. Literally, yeah. no pun intended, the hat. But dude, yeah. stealing Floyd Mayweather's hat is ridiculous. And not only him stealing, him going, got your hat and like running hat, away. Got your hat. Got your hat. He said it like four times. Dude, I saw that literally like five minutes before we started, like before we hopped on the call, and I was just losing my shit about it. Dude, I think that's the funniest thing ever. Marketing yeah, seriously, geniuses. it's almost better marketing than those um those mobile games app like 
uh, mobile game ads like Mafia Boss. You know, <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> Just like a level 100 Mafia Boss. <laughs> yeah, but, man. Crazy anyway, stuff. Sorry for the random segue, but I just definitely think that I had to just get that into the airwaves. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. That was great. Um, I guess I, I, I guess we'll move on to our teams, right? Islanders Canucks here. Yeah, might as well. I'm gonna keep, I want to keep the Islanders conversation short only because it's disappointing and it's literally going to be me complaining about the same thing as I've complained about for like the past five weeks. Oh, sounds like my life with the Canucks the past seven years. But, uh, dude, I mean, outside of clinching the playoffs, great job, by the way, and great job handling the Island, uh, the Rangers. Wow, I keep messing that up today. Um, you know, shutting them out, giving Simeon Varlamov like his seventh shutout of the season. Absolutely insane. He's honestly going to win the Vensna this year. Um, dropping two games in a row to the Sabres, man. That That's ridiculous. It was sloppy play, you know, losing the lead. Um just ridiculous like you 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 don't lose to the sabers like that and uh thank god their spots you know clinch at this point and i I guess they really don't care for that spot because they're resting a lot of players um including matt barzell on tuesday night he he um he was benched he wasn't played uh trots called it you know um, a rest day and he was going to rest a lot of other players as well you know over the next couple of games you know because they only have three left and playing one right now actually um but i don't know um it was weird because bevillier in his interview was like oh you hate to see this but uh you know it's a part of the game so it kind of gave like a hint of like displeasure with the decision to bench him and then on top of that too you have to take into context that like barzell in his four seasons in the league he's never missed a game so uh, he definitely had a little bit of a streak going for himself. And I'm sure that he was pissed to lose that with four games left in the season and, and a game against the Buffalo Sabres. So granted, he has been playing like shit lately. So I kind of agree with the idea of doing that. Maybe you can spark him up a little bit. Well, um, so I, that brings me to a question for you. Um, would you rather fire Trotz or trade Barzell? <laughs> I think... <laughs> Hundred percent, I'm gonna say fire trots. <laughs> but like the way Barzell, like I, I paused because of the way Barzell's been playing this season. But um, not hundred percent. I'm keeping Barzy. He, he'll, he'll rebound. I mean, this is a weird season, you know. And they really don't. And you know, he lost. He was doing great, and then lost Lee. So, and they never really quite replaced it. And they don't like. They have depth, like defensively, but they don't have like goal scoring to begin with so you kind of screwed him over and i'm sure this season is a loss i I, the way this team is playing i i don't even see them no matter who they play making it out of the first round yet you know yeah i mean i gotta keep you on your toes you know by asking dumb stuff like that no (laughs) no i i i i I would keep ours man i keep him but Basically, last thing I'll say is, as I was mentioning, is that I I really like come playoffs, you know, next episode, actually, next time we record. The playoffs will start, right? Because that's going to be Friday the 14th. The games might not start until probably that following week. But, um, you know, we'll know who they're playing. And, you know, maybe we could give a little bit of playoff predictions and stuff like that. We haven't really planned out what we're going to do for the uh, 
for the playoffs yet, but um, I don't, yeah, especially because the Canucks aren't going to be in it. Yeah, and they're also still like nine games away from the. They still have nine games played, so or nine games remaining. So Jesus, and the Islanders are three. But uh, I don't know, man. This team looking rough, and even tonight against the Islanders, I only got to watch the first period before we recorded. And I tried to put it on while we were recording, but I found myself just getting distracted, so I turned it off. But um, it's yet again same, the same type of game. Like, it's slow. It's it's sloppy. You know, holy shit, we finally have Palmieri on the top line tonight, literally ever since the he came to the team. But it, he also has Zajac on the wing as well. So I don't yeah. I don't know what they're doing, man. I You would think three games before the end of the season, we knew what our lineup looked like, but I... I couldn't tell you what our lineup looks like. Yeah, I felt that. I mean, you know, just trying to uh, spark something, right? I, I'm i at a loss of words. I don't know <laughs> what they're doing. Spark something. We, you know, do that in the beginning of the season. At least let them work together now, you know? Uh, whatever. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Yeah, I feel that. Um. What's it called? One thing before we get to the Canucks that I was just looking up. Um, what's it called? Cole Caulfield right now. He has three goals in six games. Pretty steez. Yeah, Cole. I mean, shit, he's been doing a lot hotter than I thought. Uh, you know, as other rookies have done right off the right off the start, besides like Kaprizov, but yeah. Still um, better than Laffy Taffy. Very true. Um so for the Canucks, um, a lot of drama with the Canucks still. Um, well, the Canucks are 0-3 since we last recorded, and they don't look good at all. Um, they play a good first period, and then they fall apart. I think that COVID fatigue is still really getting to them, and also they're just not talented. You know, they don't have scoring depth. I mean, again, I've said this before. I'll say it again. They just don't have scoring depth. Um, McDavid's going to score 100 points for the season on the Canucks, definitely, between oh, tonight. Oh, yeah, buddy. Between tonight and probably, I think, Friday, they, or not Friday, Saturday they play, I think. Um, yeah, Saturday. Um, Light he's going to get 100 up, points. Connor. Light it up. Which I'm rooting for, honestly. I mean, I want to see somebody, I want to hit see him hit 100 points. That's fucking an incredible feat. And, uh, yeah, McDavid's nuts. Um, it's also confirmed that the allegations of uh, sexual assault were against Jake Vertanen. And um, uh, I, we, we, I saw floating uh, it floating around last week, um, but I didn't want to mention the name because again we weren't sure who it was. But confirmed that that it was confirmed that the allegations were against him and that the incident happened four years ago. Um, he took a mandated leave of absence from the club. The club was basically like, "Hey, you need to take this." Um, and you know, a lot of people are speculating, and I kind of think too that his career is done. Um. The Vancouver police also opened up an investigation onto him. Um, I think it's important to note, because I saw a lot of people bashing the victim, even though we don't know who the victim is. Um, I think it's important to note that this victim reached out to an anonymous source. Her identity still remains anonymous, and ha- she's received no attention like from this. She hasn't received any kind of like cl- internet clout or anything from this. But so, you know, like I, I would rather believe the victim in this situation, especially because it's like they're she's remaining anonymous, you know, and I think it's 
important to be able to sympathize with the victim um, and let the independent investigation uh, be conducted, which is what is going on currently. Um, one thing that happened that was just infuriating despite all of this is that Jim Benning, the GM has been nowhere to be found regarding the situation. Yeah. I haven't um, heard him at all. Huh? No, he's uh he's in Texas scouting the U18 tournament um, with his assistant GM, which is pretty funny. Cause you know, I'm pretty sure that the GM hires a scouting department to do. So why are you doing the scouting if you're the GM and there's this whole fiasco that's going on within your organization with a player that you drafted? That was your first draft pick when you joined the organization. Um, and f- furthermore, Travis Green had to speak about it. Travis Green was being asked about it. And it's like, what do you want him to say? He's the coach. That's not his position to be uh, talking about the subject, you know? Um, so that's definitely something that's uh, that left a sour taste in my mouth from uh, Jim Benning's perspective and yeah. also Aquilini's perspective. Because what the fuck, man? Like, why are you not speaking on this? You know what I mean? It's like, you're the fucking owner. Speak speak about it. Like, give us something, man. I don't know. I don't know. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And uh, I don't like that at all. Um, no, I, I definitely agree with you. That That's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um, also, the last thing that I'll touch on is that the... Uh, Canucks AHL affiliate, the Utica Comets, have moved to Abbotsford, British Columbia, while the Utica Comets become the Devils AHL affiliate now. Um, Canucks could have used this uh, this year um, with the whole call-ups from uh, the taxi squad and everything, you know, um, with the whole quarantining process. But, um, you know, I'm glad Utica still has a team to cheer for there. Um, yeah, I mean, because oh, they have a good mention. They have a good rabid fan base. Yeah, you did forget to mention. Um, but uh but yeah, so that's the Canucks. Um, I think it's a good move. I like the move to Abbotsford. Dude, it, it makes a ton of sense to have them close by, especially for like the taxi squad reason. I mean, I'm sure next season I'll kind of like be forgotten, but at least they'll yeah. be closer and it would bring incentive for like Canucks fans to maybe go visit and see a game there, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, which I forgot to mention uh, <laughs> that the Bridgeport Sound Tigers are currently rebooting the system and apparently changing their name to Bridgeport Islanders, which is also setting up the move for maybe them to come to Long Island is the speculation. I mean, which makes a ton of sense, especially with the um, the newly rebuilt or fixed up, whatever you want to call it, um, NASA Coliseum that's now going to be empty uh so you know you bring them there fill the fill the sh- fill the void there and you know you bring them closer to home so a i mean it's a ferry ride away or two hours away so it's not too far but you know now it's on long island it's, it's now like a ride over you know take them just an hour to get over to where the islanders are playing and uh yeah makes a ton of sense and i'm honestly a little bit excited because maybe i'll go check out a bridge uh you know a, a sound tiger game or an islander game whatever the fuck you want to call them now AHL Islander team game. <laughs> yeah. Right. They'll be called the Nassau Islanders or something. <laughs> that honestly sounds kind of cool. Or Nassau Sound Tigers. That's kind of fire. I wish they would keep that name, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I do like Sound Tigers. 
Yeah, I like and I like their jerseys. I mean, it resembles quite closely the Islanders, but with that cool different logo with the little tiger on it, I think it looks dope. Yeah. Yeah, I do like their jerseys a lot. Maybe I should get one some point. I know. I, I like I was thinking that I was like, dude, maybe I should get like a Holmstrom one or maybe even a Wallstrom one just to throw mm. back. But uh it's definitely one they're gonna be cheaper, especially once they change their name, so it might be a move. Yeah, true, because I'm looking right now, uh a premier one is one twenty four. So well expect that to drop, especially if they change their names. Yeah, big big facts, big drip. <laughs> Sound tiger jersey. Oh well oh wait, no, that's a HLstore.com. Here we go. Oh my god, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucking nuts. Oh, ahljersey.com. Let's see this. Oh, website disabled. Awesome. <laughs> that's Perfect. sick. Yeah, wow. Now now I'm looking around. All right. Well, anyways, I think that's about that. Enough of that. Um, you're done with fantasy, right? Like you don't have a game this week? Yeah, I don't have a game this week. Yeah, and I mean for uh, Hagee is now healthy, which pisses me off. Yeah, I mean I'm playing the constellation game. I made it all the way to the constellation finals. No, uh, I don't know what they call it, but uh, I'm battling for seventh place right now, and I'm pissed because literally, like, I'm not really pissed because I don't care if I lose or win. But uh, literally every single person, like six injuries happened this week, so um, I just dropped a shit ton of guys that aren't gonna play anymore. Um, and I picked up a couple of different guys. I picked up uh Henkapa from Carolina, you know, just to put him on the defense because I was really lacking there. Um, oh, I was pissed. I dropped Swayman, the Boston goaltender, because I mm-hmm. thought he wasn't gonna get any more starts anymore because they had a list that has NA and everything I was reading was saying he might not get another start. I drop him and no exaggeration, not even kidding, like within 10 minutes, it's announced that he's gonna start tonight. So that kind of sucked. What a little um, bullshit. Yeah, I got I was so sick about it after that. Um, but holy crap, bro. I don't know if you're if you checked it out, but uh Vancouver is beating Edmonton right now two nothing. What? Vancouver is playing Edmonton right now and they're winning two nothing. Oh, the game actually started. Oh great. Oh, Niels Hoaglander, Jack Rathbone scored his first goal. <laughs> Jack Rathbone. Oh, I should have mentioned him. He played his first NHL game on uh, Tuesday, and he looks pretty good, actually. Um, so, Great. yeah. Scoring goals is not bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, he becomes a good part of our decor, potentially replace Alex Edler next year. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Okay. That was good. Nice. Yeah. Give him McDavid a, a minus. Let's go. Yay. Woo. Sweet. <laughs> Holy crap. Ah, and those two goals were uh, 12 seconds apart. Pittsburgh winning 7-4, to four, but Malkin has nothing going on. Oh, Jeff Carter has four goals. Holy shit. Dude, Nils Hoaglander is so fucking good. Holy crap. Yeah, Jeff Carter, four goals. Wow. Ain't that crazy? That's insane. Mr. Old Guy going to Pittsburgh, reviving the career. I feel like they always do that. Uh, anyway, yeah. I've about had it for this week with uh, with fantasy. I don't even want to look at it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But um, uh, I think that about wraps it up for this uh, episode, right? Do you have anything else you want to mention? 
Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but, uh, yeah, besides, uh, oh, it's 3-0 now. Oh, my God. Three goals on three shots. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are the Canucks back? Are the Canucks back? Stop that. Don't even say that. Watch now. Now that because they're up 3-0 in the first period. Oh, yeah, the Canucks, uh, their rebuild is complete. That's probably <laughs> what people are going to say. Fucking dumb. Anywho, yeah, um, that's it. We got to go enjoy our birthday week. Yeah. Well, it was yes. weekend, but I mean, mine's on Monday, but. Yes, yeah. So uh, see you guys back here again next week. And uh, I'm sure we'll be covering the, some playoff hockey. We're going to be talking about oh, the yeah. playoffs, baby. All right. See you guys here next week. Peace.